0: Mary-Anne Hennessy, delighted to have you on the podcast with us today. You lead the team that deals with civil society and the World Forum for Democracy, which the Council of Europe holds every year. Now, the Council of Europe has always been connected with civil society and activists ever since the beginning. But now we've got much stronger links and I have the feeling those links are going to get even stronger as time goes by. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Sure. Thank you, Cathy. When it comes to civil society, I think it's clear that the Council of Europe, with its specific mandate for democracy, human rights, and the rule of law, has always been dealing with issues that are directly related to the quality of life of citizens and of people who live in our member states. Increasingly, over the years, the Council of Europe has recognized that civil society Uh, Non-governmental organizations and other types of collective work by people and citizens in our member states needs to have a a real role, participation in the thinking and in the work of the Council of Europe.
0: So civil society really is an important element of the Council of Europe's work. But it seems to me, uh, same with any international organisation, we seem so far away in our ivory towers, uh, behind these four walls. What can the Council of Europe do to really reach out to people?
1: Well, what the Council of Europe already does, first of all, is uh, to work directly with international non-governmental organisations that have um, been granted participatory status, within the organization by the Secretary General and they are organized in a conference and that conference discusses and debates issues of relevance, sometimes of urgency for civil society in our member states and directly communicates that with our other institutions. The conference also uh, spends quite a bit of time looking specifically at the needs and the concerns of civil society within the member states, not only on a European level, but also nationally. And another thing which the Council of Europe has been doing uh, for the last 10 years, this year we will host the 10th annual World Forum for Democracy. And that event, while its focus is specifically the challenges facing democracy in the world, it is essentially... A gathering of civil society to discuss with a select number of policymakers or lawmakers, uh, young people, academics, journalists, activists, uh, coming together, several thousands of them in November in the Council of Europe, to not only commiserate about the problems and the challenges. And sadly, the last 10 years has been mostly negative trends in the state of democracy in the world. But also to present their own examples of what they are doing at the grassroots level, at national level, on the Internet, uh, to actually enhance the place and the value and the role of democracy in everyday life.
0: Now, you say that the conference has helped NGOs to have an input into the Council of Europe's work. So I wonder, do you have any examples that
1: you can tell us of how that's really worked? You know, any real success stories? I think a really exciting example, which is going on still right now, is um, with regard to what is called... Participatory or deliberative democracy, which are different forms of citizen participation in making decisions, that would enhance the role of a citizen outside of just voting. I like to say, people, if they're going to really care about democracy, they need to feel that they're more than just a taxpayer or a voter. Um, the 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 need and the demand for Participation in the processes has been growing uh, over the same number of years that the participation in elections has been declining, actually, ironically. But um, the conference of INGOs for the last 10 years has been promoting this idea. They have adopted their own code of good practice for civil participation. They incited and then eventually participated in the work in one of the Council of Europe's uh, steering committees on promoting civil participation for civil society, NGOs and citizens. And now, after many years of uh, conferences, debates, different documents being uh, adopted and, and quite a lot of advocacy on the part of civil society, the Committee of Ministers is this year going to be considering for the first time a soft law instrument, which would actually provide clear recommendations to our member states on best practices and the use of deliberative democracy mechanisms.
0: What's a soft law instrument
1: and how does it work? Okay, so the Council of Europe is best known, I think, as a collection of states that develop and enforce legal standards. These are primarily the conventions and treaties of the Council of Europe. Most people are familiar with the European Convention for Human Rights and the European Court for Human Rights, but there are some 120 other treaties and conventions that member states sign and and ratify and implement. The soft law that I'm referring to, and I'm saying this with the caveat that I'm not a lawyer, so this is the way I understand it, that's a practitioner of uh, European cooperation the the soft law is when the member states agree that something for example deliberative democracy or civil participation is a good thing and here they agree on a certain number of elements that everyone should aspire to and they put that down as a, as on paper as something that they all adhere to now they do not take a legally binding obligation with regard to that. That's why we call it soft law. But it's nevertheless uh, becomes a European standard and it's something that the states have indicated and uh, they have said that they would try to live up to. So from the point of view of activists, civil society and uh, democracy advocates, that kind of document... Uh, It's still very useful when they talk to policymakers, they talk to lawmakers and um, they've informed the public that we can press for these things because it's a soft law standard from the Council of Europe.
0: Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And so it's certainly true that the Council of Europe is seeing the strength of civil society in these different ways. I'm wondering if you personally, in the work you've done, have seen different trends in the kind of activists, the kind of themes that that activists are taking up, that civil society is taking up. Are there themes that are stronger now than a few years ago? Are there new
1: areas that are being explored? Absolutely. Obviously, the areas in which civil society is quite active and I could even say sometimes agitated with with good reason, tend to be a little bit ahead of the curve of what governments are interested in working on. I think, for obvious reasons, civil society activists are usually at the forefront of trying to bring attention to problems and solve problems. So over the years, we would have seen civil society movements um, trying to combat racism other forms of discrimination, sexism, etc., and those are still there. But in recent years, we have seen much more vocal and strong activism uh, across all of our member states with regard to the environment, with regard to climate change, with regard to what I would say expanding the circle of anti-discrimination measures.
0: Yes, in fact, it's interesting to see that civil society has been engaged in the Council of Europe in many different ways for a long time, not just the conference itself. They can, of course, um, get involved in the Court of Human Rights, either as somebody bringing a case or as people who comment on a case. And with the social charter as well, the Council of Europe's social charter, there's the chance for them to get involved in its work too. Um, So in that Case, how can civil society get its in to the Council of Europe? What should somebody do if they're an activist and want to take something up? Where should they look? Where should they get the information? Well, the first
1: thing they should do is to look to the Council of Europe's website and the new civil society portal, which has been uh, published just recently. People can get involved in the Council of Europe's work either through the experience and expertise they have in cooperation programs they can get involved um, with committee work, they can get involved with monitoring work, bringing information and attention and they can get involved in different events and activities that go on in in the Council of Europe. Um, A second way is to get involved in open days and large events like the World Forum for Democracy which are open to the public and which would give people an introduction to a lot of the different areas of work of the organisation and the people that are working in the organisation.
0: Thank you very much and thank you for joining us. We wish you all the best with your future work. Thank you.